Chapter 30. You call that a boat, a voice said. I peered through the dark and as the fog lifted around the figure in the dinghy, the sea was now frozen solid, as smooth as a sheet of glass. The man stood and stepped onto the slick surface. He had on a pair of jeans and a plain gray t-shirt. I couldn't see his face very well because it was hidden under the rim of a baseball cap that read chargers with a lightning bolt slicing the letters in half. His arms were covered in tattoos of snakes slithering through the through piles of red and blue feathers. With the force of thunder, it hit me. This was the feathered serpent, as in Kukulkan, as in Brooks's holy K, God of Coolness, a.k.a. Kukumats. You're, you're Kukumats, the guy who created the worlds with Hurricane. Call me Mat. And for the record, he created the worlds with me. Mat, I repeated dumbly. Isn't that what you humans do? Shorten honorable names, change them according to your wishes? His voice was deep with a faint accent I'd never heard before, like a cross between Spanish and something that was sharper, harder. The surface of the water rose around our boat until it was flush with the deck and Mott and I were standing on even ground, except he was a head taller and his eyes, they were a shimmering violet. His chin was sharp and his skin weathered. Some call me Kukulkan, he said, but I hate that name. Imagine the nicknames, Cuckoo or Kook. I thought about my own insulting nicknames. You can call me Zane, I said quietly, trying not to wake Brooks. He looked at his wrist like he had a watch on, but he didn't. So Zane, I was sent here by an old friend. A lump formed in my throat. How much did Mott know? Had Pacific or Hurricane told him about me? Wasn't I supposed to be a secret? I know everything, he said, like he could read my mind. Okay, I figured I shouldn't say much. Find out what he knew first. I warned your father not to get mixed up with a human, but he didn't listen. He never listens. And now look at the fine mess we find ourselves in. I didn't want to talk about the stupid mess. I already knew of all its tangles and knots. So he called you, I said. Why? He has always had the worst timing. I was at a Bolts football game and they were actually winning. Well, with my help, that is. You rig football games? He shrugged casually. Sometimes I use the elements to others' advantage. That makes me generous, don't you think? I guess that was one way to look at it, unless you were on the losing end. Mott cups his hands as if he were holding something fragile. A flickering light formed in his palms and he blew onto the tiny flame. It zipped into the black sky like a streak of lightning. A second later, thunder sounded. And not just once, there was a series of booms, like someone was knocking down gigantic pins with a bowling ball over and over. That should give us some privacy, he said. Now, where were we? How could I learn to do that? Uh, you rig football games, I said. Yes, I mean, no. Stay focused, kid. I'm here to expedite your journey to the old world. The air grew colder. How? He shook his head and sighed with annoyance, like I should have known the answer. I control the elements, he said. The water go does what I command, so I'll kick some currents into high gear, put the wind at your back, and off you go. Then I can get back to my game. Maybe things would work out after all. There's one little problem, he said. Why couldn't things ever be simple? I can't be too obvious. I don't want to draw attention to you if you know what I mean, so I'll have to take it a little easy as in no hurricanes or tsunamis get it right i said no storms just then pacific materialized in the, from the ocean mist she perched on the boat's railing wearing the same jaguar spotted cape as before is he being nice to you zane 
I'm always nice, Mott said to her. Mm-hmm. Tell that to the two worlds you destroyed. That's not the same thing, Mott said. They totally deserve that. Pacific narrowed her eyes and walked over to me. So is he being nice? Uh-huh, I said. What are you doing here? Did you hear me call? I'm going to tug on the time rope a bit, bit by bit, she said, and have to buy you some time, but not so much that anyone figures out I'm not dead. But really, Zane, we can't make this a habit. I had to admit, I felt the spark of hope in my chest. Then I remembered that in the end, I'd still have to have a face-off with the god of death, destruction, and darkness, and the hope fizzled. How much time will it give us? A few hours at most, she said. Anything more and the gods will notice. Thunder shook the sky and Brooks stirred, mumbling something in her sleep. Mott tucked Pacific's pale hair behind her ear, looking at her all goo-goo-eyed. They were an item? Maybe that's what happens when you live together for centuries. The gods are looking for a fight, Mott said, turning his gaze back to me. We're choosing sides, getting ready for war. But I thought you said you were at a football game. You have a lot to learn, Xenobispo. Gods can be in more than one place at a time, but what matters is that war is coming. I started to pace. What if I can defeat a pooch? Will there still be a war? Trust has already been shattered, Pacific said, and no one wants to admit that to breaking the sacred oath. Why doesn't Hurricane just tell them it was him? I asked. I said, maybe he could ask for forgiveness. Mott shook his head. Gods don't forgive. I was starting to wonder if I wanted to be related to a bunch of crazed, cold-hearted killers. When will this war start? You have to move quickly, Pacific said, to get up Pooch first, because if you don't, we will, Mott's jaw tensed. And I'd become a soldier of death because I hadn't gotten the job done myself. Hey, Mott? Yeah, kid. If, as a godborn, I could have chosen not to release a pooch, why didn't my dad tell me that? None of this had to happen. Anger pulsed through my veins. Rosie would have had to die, wouldn't have had to die. Brooks wouldn't have, had, wouldn't have lost her powers. I wouldn't have had to make the deal of death with puke face. Pacific stepped closer. Yes, a godborn can ignore the magic, but only when he has come into his full power, and you haven't done that yet. So telling you wouldn't have made a difference. Full power? Mott folded his arms over his chest. You don't become a god automatically with the snap of a finger or because of your bloodline. Godhood has to be earned, fought for. Your power arrives gradually. And when his sentence trailed off. When what? Pacific shot him a glare, then turned to me. We can't say any more. Consider this your head start. She smiled at me softly. I knew that dumb look. Teachers and school nurses and strangers at the grocery store had given it to me plenty. Poor kids. We're doing this as a favor to your dad, Mott said. But remember, a pooch has powerful allies too. Yeah, like the Yanto triad, I said. Those guys are creepy. You met them? Mott pulled off his cap. Dark curls fell over his eyes. I told him and Pacific how the twins had been captured. and lifted my wrist and said, he's tracking me. Mott's eyes zeroed on, in on the skull tattoo with moving eyelids. He's so uninventive, but not to worry, Zane. He's busy trying to figure out his enemy's next move right now. He won't come for you until it's time. Well, that made me feel better. Not. What's so important about the old world anyway, I asked. Pacific and Mott shared a glance, then Pacific whispered, it's the only place where you have a chance of defeating Apooch. What? How? My heart drummed loudly. How do I beat a really angry god, especially without my own godly powers? Mott inched back and looked down at the frozen ocean. 
Water takes many forms. It becomes what it needs to become. Using a Zanabispo must become what you were meant to become. The old world is the only place you can do that. Why did people always give me vague responses? Why couldn't anyone just provide a straight answer, preferably with a step-by-step -step diagram? You mean become the storm runner? Pacific slipped off the railing and onto the water's still frozen surface. Yes, but I can't run. How am I supposed to become the storm runner if I thought about Hurricane, about the empty he had created and anger shook my bones? Why can't he ever tell me anything himself? Why does Hurricane always have to send messengers? He's a coward. Shh, Pacific warned, looking around. We've got to get a move on, said Mott, putting his cap back on. We've done our favor. One more thing. I fished the jaguar jade from my pocket. Other than letting me talk to my dad, what exactly does this oldest magic do? I asked. The twins said whoever gives it away can fill it with any power. Pacific tugged on a dreadlock and looked at me expectantly. So who am I supposed to give it to? That's up to you, Pacific said. Chatting time is over, kid, Mott said. It's too dangerous for us to linger. As he stepped into the rowboat along with Pacific, he ran his hand across the icy sea. In a blink, it turned back to liquid and dropped to its normal level. I heard him mutter, if they knew I found you and didn't, he didn't have to finish the sentence. He was expected to kill me on sight. If he'd failed to do so, he'd be killed himself. I got it. Zayn Abispo, the God's public enemy number one. A curtain of fog rose from the ocean and I watched as they floated into it. The sea began to churn again, glossy ripples under the moonlight. It was weird to live with death breathing down your neck, but it changes your mind and your heart and your choices. Did Brooks feel the same way? I wondered, knowing Ishtab might come for her anytime. Zane, I turned as Brooks sat up sleepily, rubbing her eyes. I had the strangest dream. There was thunder and I met Kukulkan. I cut in. She rocketed to her feet. Where? Here? Why didn't you wake me up? Did you get his autograph? He's going to help us, I said, feeling pretty cool, because Brooks was looking at me with some something like admiration. Beat up the curtain, currents, give us some wind. Her look of admiration vanished. You didn't get an autograph. Uh, sorry, I had more pressing things on my mind, fangirl, I teased. Mm-hmm. Why would he help you? He and my dad go way back. Her eyes widened. Of course. She reached into her backpack and pulled out her socks and boots. They worked together to create and destroy. Right. Why wouldn't I have been born? Why couldn't I have been born the god of leaving everything alone? I looked down at death's mark on my wrist. The eyelids shifted like before. And I had a creepy feeling they were going to open very soon. 